What it do, baby? It's your boy, Mr. Pro Fights Be Like, here on the Pro Fights Be Like podcast, episode 42. What it do, episode 42. Today we got Brother Lathan Ferguson. He's uh, the area executive director of St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. How you doing, Lathan? I'm good. I'm good. And yourself? I'm good, brother. I appreciate you. Appreciate you joining me, man. We we about to talk about a good cause, and I can't wait for the people to hear about it. So tell tell us a little bit about you, Lathan. Um, your org when you cross all of that. Got you. So I mean, you know, well, I'll start off with I belong to the greatest fraternity on the earth. <laughs> a member of Alpha Phi Fraternity Incorporated. Uh, cross Spring 04. I'm an ace club. Uh, so yeah, next year I celebrate 20 years in the organization. Damn, really? Yeah, I guess that is 20 years. Yeah, April. That's 30. crazy, man. Don't that don't that 24, 20 years? You've been putting in that work for 20 years, bro. Yeah, man. More more power to you. More power to you, dog. For real. I ain't gonna tell you where I was in 04 because you're really gonna be like, oh, you ain't had to say that. When I crossed you, I was about to end my sixth grade year. So, <laughs> wow, yeah, Man, dog. Why did it make me feel? I don't even say oh season. Nah, <laughs> season, just a little bit. Sprinkle just a little, a little season bit, on it. Yeah, man. No, I appreciate you for um, stopping in uh, to talk to me. I remember the first time we met. I don't know if you remember this, but I remember in college we had our. Um, when you were with Enrose and you came to speak with um, some students there. So that was like my first initial conversation with you and you've been cool ever since. So now we're here. So, right. man. Uh, I appreciate so now was that when I did a, a regular one or when I did alpha week? Cause I spoke a couple of times at Mizzou. I think the first time was the regular one. And then we right. found out you were an alpha. And then we also had you come back for alpha week. Gotcha. gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it was, man. So, Yep. Welcome, hey, welcome, man. Welcome to the podcast. Man, I appreciate um, it. I've been yeah. following from afar, so, you know, I feel honored right now. I have made it. <laughs> <laughs> you got it, dog. You got it, dog. Um, so, no, tell me a little bit about um, how you ended up with St. Jude and why St. Jude. So, you know, I won't bore you with my um, career history, right, because I've kind of I've been all over the map, but I will say when I, um, after I left corporate America and start doing nonprofit uh, leadership from an executive standpoint, um, St. Jude was one that found me. I wasn't looking at the time, uh, but when it found me and then I did my research, you know, and I always knew St. Jude on the surface. I knew the commercials and I knew, you know, what you saw, but I never really taken a look under the, under the hood per se to see you know, what does it truly mean, not just for um, the world, but what does it mean and how does it impact the communities I live in and stuff? And so, um, you know, after doing my research and really finding out the good that it does in the world and being on my own mission to leave a, a legacy and, and leave an impact in the world, it, it just kind of aligned with me between the legacy that St. Jude was leaving and giving me the opportunity to join an organization such as this and leave not only my legacy within the organization, but a legacy within the world. It just kind of just kind of matched up, right? And then the other side, even though we focus on pediatric cancer, I would venture to say everybody in this world at some point in time has been touched by cancer. 
Um, and, you know, so for me, it was near and dear because uh, my mother who died years ago died of cancer. And so while, you know, the research and the work that's done here would not have uh, impacted her life and her battle, but to be able to work with it with children's early on so they can have a chance to live a full life was really it was like it was a no brainer for me. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Uh, thanks for sharing your story too. Let the people know a little bit about St. Jude as far as you can say, you know, the mission and um, when it was founded, whatever you feel is necessary to let the people who might not know what St. Jude is have heard it, but give them a synopsis of what St. Jude is. So I'll say this. So St. Jude is um, such, so we're three in one. So we're a, a research hospital, right? Um, we're a nonprofit organization, um, and we are a charity. But so, what's our mission is really simple. It's 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 finding cures, saving children. Bottom line, that's the that's the mission of St. Jude. When St. Jude was founded by Danny Thomas, uh, sixty one years ago now, right? So, um, the survival cancer rate was twenty percent at the time. So, one out of five children who were diagnosed with cancer lived during that time. Uh, today, for the most common cancer that you see in pediatric or in kids, which is ALL, acute lymphoblastic leukemia, the survival rate is above 90%, right? So four and five live now. Um, but the dream of the founder, Danny Thomas, was that, you know, we go until no child dies in the dawn of life. No child dies from cancer. So until that rate is 100%. So, um, that's little. That's known facts you get in the commercial, right? People that end up coming to St. Jude never receive a bill for food, treatment, or travel throughout their entire um, duration or time with St. Jude. And just to just to put that into perspective, the average you know the average cost of uh, treatment for just one child is roughly around two hundred and five thousand dollars. Man. Um, so you know when 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 you put that into perspective now. The other thing I'm going to put out there that a lot of people don't know, and, and I may be jumping, is why is St. Jude Children's Research Hospital located in Memphis? We only have one hospital, and it's right there in Memphis. And the reason it is there is because um, Danny Thomas was reading the newspaper, and he read about a little Black boy who died because he could not receive treatment in the South for his injuries. And so as he was going across the country, building support uh, to build this hospital, although it was it's focused on, on pediatric cancer and, and catastrophic diseases in children, um, he said, you know what, I'm going to put it in Memphis. I'm going to put it in the South because regardless of race, creed, religion, gender, whatever, no child will be refused to service at St. Jude. And that's why it's located in Memphis. Makes sense. Makes a lot of sense. Thanks for breaking that down. Um, and uh, to get into like, you shared your reasoning why um, you began working for St. Jude. Well, I guess one reason why I am in favor of St. Jude is because one, I had a god brother that passed in uh, 2006 at the age of eight years old. Um, and what's crazy is, man, that like his birthday was the day before mine. Uh, so my sister had got married 
in October 2006 in Chicago on October 7th. Um, and he was in Children's Hospital here in St. Louis October 8th. He was in there for like a good five, maybe three, four months, maybe, uh, leading up to that point for, for our birthdays. And his birthday was on that Sunday. And, you know, he was asking, like, oh, where's Javon? Where's Javon? Um, and, you know, my mom was like, oh, yeah, he's he's on the way down from Chicago. And we finally made it over to the hospital, like, around, like, 7, maybe 5, 6 p.m. or whatever. Uh, so stayed there, like, three hours left, around, like, 9, 10 p.m. Um, so then uh, I found this out later on that uh, his mom, when, when midnight hit, of course, it was my birthday. So he wanted to call me to you know, tell me happy birthday. And uh, she was like, well, you know, you know, he's sleep. Like we, we gonna call him tomorrow. Um, so then uh, October 10th comes like literally, well, like the night of October night, probably going into like midnight. And he was like, we forgot to call Javon. Um, and she was like, shoot, we sure did. Um, and I think that like that next day is when like, Next day or two was when it when his um, battle really started failing from leukemia um, because he had had it for like a good two two years. We you know of course had all these bone marrow drives, um, and at one point in time we had found a donor, but then they backed out at the last minute. Uh, but uh, no, from that point, like two weeks later, we was at his funeral. Uh, so that's why, you know, I'm a real big advocate for what St. Jude does. And I appreciate all the work y'all do for sure. Like that. Oh man, that's, 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 you know, thank you for sharing that. And, and I will share, uh, give me one second. Can you still hear me? I can hear you. You good. Okay. Give me one second. Uh, make sure I can hear you. But so the one thing that you may not know uh, or probably didn't know at the time, though, is that, you know, um, the other thing about us is we share our research freely. And so um, St. Louis Children's, Cardinal Glennon's, and just other hospitals across the world treat a lot of their patients with St. Jude protocols, right? So a lot of people don't realize that even though you know, you may not have directly been a patient of St. Jude, there is a high probability that the treatment you received was based off the research that was done and established and founded at St. Jude. Hmm. Interesting. I I mean, yeah, I definitely didn't know that for sure. Um, and definitely appreciate, you know, the the statistics increasing over time so that, you know, no child has to go through that or no family has to go bearing. That's one thing, man. Like, you know, it's 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 one thing to we, we we both lost a parent, our moms. You know, it's and it, you know we thought it was difficult, but I think no parent should have to ever bury their child. You know, and yeah. that's 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 a difficult thing um, to handle. And uh, shout out to St. Jude for um, doing what they can to to prevent that. Um, what was my next thought? You get me over here emotional, man. I'm trying to right. stop. I was, I was gonna say we gotta lighten the mood up a little oh, bit. Oh man, oh man, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me let me let me let me move forward, man. Um, 
But now, rest in peace to my my guy brother Devin Fort. Um, he would man. Let's see. So that was oh six. How old would he be today? Quick math, Javon. Quick math. It, what year with this? And he was how old in two thousand six? He was eight, man. He was eight, so he would have been so, twenty six. Seventeen years, so he would have been twenty five. Twenty five. Twenty five this year. 25. Yeah, it's crazy, man. Wow. Rest in peace, Gio, man. Um, but no, uh, back into St. Jude and uh, what what you what you do with St. Jude. So, um, I hear you. I mean, you tell me you travel to Memphis a lot. Um, so I assume uh, down there is where you meet with specific donors or um, tell me what your interaction is with St. Jude on behalf of, on behalf of St. Jude. Sure. So my role, I actually, I actually get to have a unique role. Well, not a unique role, but I really enjoy my, so my role, I get to touch patient families. I get to touch donors, um, um, you know, as well as our internal operations. So I oversee all of our operations and fundraising and uh, awareness for the organization for the state of Missouri. And so, uh, you know, I get to interact with donors in Missouri outside of Missouri and then in Memphis. So I'll tell you, you know, if you ever get a chance to, and this is for anybody, if you ever get a chance to go to Memphis and visit the campus, you know, there's nothing like it. It's 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 like the magic when you step on that place and you see how the patients are and how they are when in there. It's just it's a it's a different reality. So um so I go to Memphis not only just for for donor meetings and things, but for um internal meetings within the the organization as well um so you know and we have various summits and things where we bring individuals and uh um, some of our partners and corporations to campus for them to see firsthand what their support is supporting okay man you you got a very important job (laughs) Uh, just a little bit you just a little bit you you gotta you gotta keep you gotta keep the uh the money coming in for St. Jude. So make sure them lights stay on. Yeah, yeah. Make sure people can get the treatment and stuff they need. Because, sure. you know, and again, not trying to go into that that deep place, but it is like, to your point, as a parent, and I never, I didn't experience this, you know, so, but, you know, I couldn't imagine the feeling of being told that phrase, your child has cancer. At that point, I don't care about anything else in the world except for making sure my child focusing on my child. And that's part of what St. Jude does. Right. So by not having to worry about those financial things, those other pieces, as a parent, you can do just that. You can focus on making sure your kid gets better. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, So it's my understanding that we've had like, well, St. Jude has had uh, members of black Greek letter organizations, um, involved i believe uh paul williams who was an architect is one yeah yeah so and i, I gotta get on so paul williams actually designed the original design for saint jude uh hospital he, he he was tapped to do that and if my memory serves me correctly he is a member of omega Psi Phi fraternity incorporated yeah i believe that's that's correct and then uh Dr. Rudolph Jackson is another, I believe. Yes. So, okay. so Dr. Rudolph Jackson was one of the first uh, black doctors uh, at St. Jude. 
And he actually was responsible for one of the first grants that we received for research, which a lot of people don't know, which was for sickle cell, right? So St. Jude is also one of the largest um, uh, researchers and, 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 and providers for sickle cell in the country as well. But a lot of people don't, don't, you know, that's not as well known as what we're known at for from a pediatric yeah. cancer standpoint. But yeah, so, and Dr. Rudolph Jackson, was you know a member of the greatest fraternity you know, <laughs> earth that black and old gold uh, <laughs> too cold too cold <laughs> <laughs> yes indeed no when i found that out i thought it was pretty amazing to see that members of the divine nine organizations are heavily rooted in saint jude's history so um shout out to those two individuals who um have helped saint jude grow into the organization it is today yeah. What are some things? Uh, go ahead. No, I was going to say, and I, I just got to add, like, you know, we talked about those two, but I would be remiss if I didn't say or didn't talk about, you know, our national partnerships currently. Right. So, yeah, which we'll get to. But like what I walk run, you know, um, um, Sigma Gamma Rose have a national uh, partnership like here in St. Louis. They were the top, you know, uh, D9 organization that raised funds last year for yeah. last year's walk, you know, Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated has a national partnership with St. Jude. Kappa Alpha Psi has a national partnership. Alpha Phi Alpha has a national partnership. Um, <laughs> I would say, believe it or not, but I, you know, IOTA, IOTA's, IOTA Phi Theta has a national partnership uh, uh, with St. Jude. So, you know, the organizations are involved at all levels, right? Yeah. Which is good. love, yeah, definitely. I love to hear it. Love to see it. Um, you mentioned a uh, run walk. Let the people know what uh what that is. Yeah. So um, so it's it's actually funny. So the walk run, uh, which is going to be in St. Louis, um, here on September 9th at eight a.m. at Ballpark Village. Um, is actually it's one of our largest and most uh, diverse events that we uh, that we have, uh, and it's an opportunity where we gather all individuals from the community from all walks of life to come down to join us and participate in the walk run. And the beauty of or the significance of it being in September, and while St. Louis is the first to kick off. The, in the country for the walk runs this year for St. Jude. September is Childhood Cancer Awareness Month. Um, and, and so that's why our walks are in um, are in St. Louis, right? I mean, not are in September. The other yeah. side of it is, is that another little piece of tidbit fact is that the walk run for St. Jude that is now a national program also started here in St. Louis. It started out as a mall walk on the inside and has grown since. Wow. That's yeah. amazing. That is that is dope. Um how do you know how long the it's been happening? Um, so if memory serves me correctly, and you know, I the, the only thing when you talk of when you when you state facts on, you know, these here internets is that it's there forever. So if you uh if you wrong, <laughs> you but no, I, I I believe the first one occurred in nineteen ninety seven. So that means gotcha. that it's been going on for about twenty six years. Okay, gotcha. That's what's up. That's what's up. 
Um, do you want to uh reveal why you're here, or should I? I you go ahead and do it, and then you know. Okay, all right, all right, We do, all right. we do, we I'll do do it. it. All right, I'll do it. Uh, so yeah. Um, the reason why Lathan is here to support, to speak on behalf of St. Jude, is because Pro Fights Be Like will be raising money for the St. Jude Walk Run he just mentioned here in St. Louis. Um, so what I will be doing is I have a personal link um, that will raise money for St. Jude um, to, of course, go for everything that St. Jude needs to use it for. Um, I believe there's a list of stuff like where like this amount of money helps for the child's food per day and this amount helps for research or whatever the case may be. So uh, Pro Fights Be Like has joined um, to begin to be a supporter of St. Jude uh, from a financial aspect. Um, so I will be sending out a link if you are interested in donating toward the cause. Now, if you're in St. Louis, you can join us on September 9th at 8 a.m. in Ballpark Village by also signing up under my link so we can run or walk as a team. Um, so, yeah, just wanted to uh, let it be known that Pro Fights Be Like is a big supporter of St. Jude and uh, will be helping raise the money. Absolutely. So, so let me, let me, let me, because you said, you know, you will be, and I got to, you know, I got to give you a shout out for it. So, you know, you've already hit the ground running, right? So even with a, uh, uh, without a major announcement, Pro Fights Be Like has already, you know, reached almost, you know, a third of the goal that you set so far. And, and, you know, what really, for me brings this full circle is that this is when you think about the unity or you think about the purpose of the creation of our divine nine organizations and it, and when i think about profiles be like you know you're bringing everyone together for a common cause right and, and and that's what is is beautiful for me because whether people can participate whether they can't participate whether they donate one dollar $10 or $100, it all makes a difference. And uh, it's greatly appreciated. Definitely, definitely. You know, um, I um, I shared my story. I don't want to repeat it again. You're going to yeah. have me crying on my podcast and stuff, dog. <laughs> I can't be having that. But uh, no, um, like I said, uh, I uh, like what St. Jude is doing, and I'm definitely here to support any way I can. And hopefully the people listening or watching will as well. And like Lathan said, Really, all I'm asking for is at least a dollar. Now, I've seen most people who have donated like their founding date. So like I've seen somebody donate $19.08 or $19.20. Um, you can do it that way. All I'm asking for is a dollar if you are watching or listening to this podcast. And the link to donate will be attached to this episode as well. So um Appreciate those who are uh, donating in advance and appreciate those who have donated thus far. So, yeah, Profiles Be Like is a official supporter of uh, St. Jude Research. So um, one day maybe we'll be uh, <laughs> doing a podcast down there in Memphis one day in, at on a facility. Who knows? We don't know where this will go, but um, no. Awesome. Yeah, awesome. definitely will. Definitely will. Um, but no, shout out. Shout out to you, Lathan, for joining me. Um, you, you got any other, any, anything else you want to, want to say to the people before oh, man, we no, uh, conclude? 
So, so, so one thing I would tell you, you know, is it's, it's dangerous to give me a mic or you know a virtual <laughs> mic and a captive audience. But, <laughs> but I'll say this. So, you know, I'm I'm gonna ask you, you know, given your uh, tenure, the fact that you had the foresight to start profiles be like and all this, I gotta ask you. Give me one. I I ain't gonna make you say the because it can be hard. Give me one of your favorite alpha memories. One of my favorite alpha memories. Yeah. Other than you know crossing, of course, my probate. I feel like that's always up there. But another favorite alpha memory would be um, going to. Uh, I don't know if you ever heard of Dance Explosion. Yeah. That uh, East Side Bros used to throw. Our very first, what was that? I forget which one. I think it was our first dance explosion we went to after we crossed going down there. I think that was a good memory. Like, yes. because uh, when Eastside, they threw it, and like, of course, all the chapters in Missouri coming down there, like, literally everybody's going down to, to Rolla for these, to see these dance scenes. And of course, the after party. Um, and of course, with it being an alpha event, um, it was just even more turned like in a sea, like for me, like in the state of Missouri, we got, a, I got a lot of sands that cross fall 12, like all across the state. And yeah. we was real, we was, we was together like all the time, like talk to each other all the time. And we all came literally, most of us was down there for that. And of course we Neos, we like what three, four, five months in. So just to be around all of them um, as well as, you know, having a good time. I think that was definitely a good memory for sure. And my first, ooh, my first regionals in, in Cincinnati, that was a good time in 2013. My first nationals in Vegas in 2019 was a good time. Um, it's a lot, man. Um, oh, I've, Vegas, I've, yeah. it, it was yeah. hot. It was yeah. hot. I was in Vegas, but yeah, that was good. That was a good convention. Yeah, okay. definitely. For sure. What about you? What's your favorite alpha memory? Man, so I I I knew when I asked you that off the cuff, and you know you would you was gonna fire it back at me. I would say, you know, similar to you, I got a lot of them, but for me, I've had the opportunity um, to sit down and have just a conversation with three at the same time, three past general presidents, and. Wow a historian, right? And just to learn about not only alpha history, but American history and black history and things that I didn't know and how it integrated and and, and kind of how it's all interwoven. Um, that was a powerful moment for me. So that was, that was one of those memories that it's like, I'll never forget, right? Um, so yeah. That's what's up. That's so dope. Yeah, I haven't, uh, I haven't met too many, well, I take that back. Yes, I have. Um, I met uh, well, I've had Cruzan on a podcast before, and he was an interim uh, president. But then I also uh, met Tillman. He came to this one. This was when I was in the DEL uh, when uh, the Mike Brown situation happened. He came to the DEL house and spoke too. So, yeah. um, definitely experience meeting you know general presidents, historians, anybody who's like, you know, stamped in alpha for the work that they've done. Um, and uh, yeah, it's that's just the true spirit of the fraternity, as we say. So, Absolutely. so yeah. I'll, 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 I appreciate you having me. I don't know if we're done, but if not, I'm trying to, 
I won't yell it too loud in the office so people don't, you know, come look at me and look at like what 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 the hell is going on? Is man, but you know, I can't lead a podcast. Uh oh. Out, you know, giving you my mic. One 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 nine. Oh six. There you go. <laughs> All right, I I knew it was coming. I was like, let me fix my mic. I know it's. I know he was finna chat. You, I, I I knew it was coming. I was I was I thought it was gonna happen at the beginning, but you saved it for the end. Yeah. That's cool. That's cool. No, appreciate you, Lathan. Appreciate you coming. Um, and uh, shout out to all of you who are, um, listening and are watching. Uh, this is episode two of the Pro Fights Be Like podcast. The St. Jude edition is what we gonna call it. Um, as always, make sure y'all follow at Pro Fights Be Like on everything. Um, at PBO Podcast on Instagram, and make sure y'all donate at least a dollar to this cause. Um. Thank you for late. Thank you, Lathan, for coming on to speak on behalf of St. Jude. Um, this is the Pro Fights Be Like podcast, episode 42, and we out of here.